0: UNC System Board of Governors will meet this week to consider giving the system president and the board the power to prevent universities from changing athletic conferences. Of course, this primarily concerns UNC and NC State potentially leaving the ACC down the line. Joining us now from Chapelboro.com and the brand new North Carolina Sports Network is Dave Glenn. Dave, how are you? I'm doing well, Jeff. Good to be with you again. Good to be with you. Is this just saber-rattling or could the UNC System Board of Governors truly do this
1: they could do it i think there are probably a dozen examples in the last decade where when the north carolina state legislature sees uh someone with autonomy that makes decisions that bothers them uh that bother them uh all of a sudden they change the rules and grab some of that power back for themselves so it's happened in many other contexts beyond sports so it could happen in this sports context and obviously they're concerned that if Florida State leaves the ACC for something far less than the $572 million that are listed in that lawsuit, well, then obviously others could leave too, and that would leave possibly at some point the Big Ten or the SEC calling for UNC Chapel Hill, which would leave NC State in a difficult position because it would damage the value of the ACC, of course, if the Seminoles left and the Tar Heels and others left after that.
0: It's obviously something that UNC, apparently in the past, judging from statements that Holden Thorpe, the former chancellor, made, uh, they have considered leaving the ACC before. Um, I imagine that UNC, if they were to leave, and this is something that's way, way down the line, uh, they would launch a countersuit back and this would all end up in a courtroom somewhere, right?
1: In terms of the exit fee?
0: Yeah. Well, not only the exit fee, but perhaps the standing of the ACC itself. Yeah, so it's so
1: much depends. I'll put it this way. If Clemson or UNC or somebody else was as rabid about leaving the ACC as Florida State is, uh, they would have been a part of this lawsuit. Florida State had to go this alone because whereas some are unhappy, including Clemson, nobody was willing to join the Seminoles lawsuit uh, against the ACC. And that's because of the uncertainty here. I mean, Florida State would love to leave for zero dollars. We know that's not gonna happen, but Florida State doesn't want to pay the full five hundred and seventy-two million, which is which combines an exit, a more traditional exit fee, with the value of their media rights in that grant of rights deal. If Florida State gets out for a small number, let's say only a hundred million instead of five hundred and seventy two million, others would leave. It would threaten the validity of the ACC uh, as a power conference moving forward. Um, so, so much depends. I think these other schools are sitting and waiting, letting Florida State go through the expense of this in long and, and expensive lawsuit, seeing what the re- result the Seminoles get. And if it's a easy-to-leave exit consequence, well, then others are going to leave. The ACC is, could still exist, but it would be – A shadow of its former self and you'd have not only UNC getting invitations from other leagues you could have an NC State or somebody else getting invitations from the Big 12 um, maybe not the SEC.
0: There is a track record of a school kind of sort of winning out because when Maryland left back I believe at the end of 2012 uh, they did not have to pay the full exit fee correct?
1: That is correct the the full term would have been 50 plus million. In the end, after lots of legal wrangling, it ended up being 30 plus million. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but obviously the Terps did not pay anything close to the full 100% of what they by contract owed and what the ACC was arguing they owed. Um, but they did end up paying well more than half of that original amount. So who won, you could debate that. Um, Florida State circumstances are different because the grant of rights did not exist back when Maryland left the ACC for the Big Ten. That was a different type of legal argument. Uh, So much is going to hinge on whether a judge and on appeal others decide that the grant of rights was an antitrust violation, an illegal restraint on trade, or whether it's a valid exit fee and a valid grant of rights, which would make it extraordinarily expensive. For Florida State to go through with this divorce.
0: Dave, I wanted to ask you one thing, and I don't, well, i got enough time here, I believe. Um, this is away from that issue, but today, WWE announced that they are going to move Raw, their flagship program, yeah. to Netflix for $5 billion. Now, regardless of what you think of pro wrestling, the larger issue at hand here is that it appears that Netflix and Apple and Amazon can spend a lot of money on rights fees should that concern Disney slash ESPN? It should.
1: You know, it's good news for the sports leagues because live sports programming continues to be incredibly popular in America. And that's why, for example, the three wealthiest sports leagues in the history of the world, seriously, are the current versions of the National Football League, the NBA, and Major League Baseball. And it, that's because largely of TV money. Now that you have these non traditional providers, meaning Amazon Prime, remember, paid $1 billion with a B to the NFL just for the right to broadcast some Thursday night football games. That's, the, that's not a lot of games.
0: And bad right, ones also, at that.
1: Right? And a billion dollars a year. And now that's on top. The, the NFL makes uh, roughly $20 billion a year in overall revenue, and its current TV deals provide about $10 billion a year. Uh, But it's not just with the traditional TV partners we all grew up watching the NFL on. It is Amazon Prime. You know, Apple is getting into the sports business. That Netflix move with pro wrestling is a big deal. So if you're ESPN or anybody else who pays for live sports programming, you don't want to see others enter that market because we all know the the laws of supply and demand just keep driving those prices up. Uh, There's a fascinating story. We'll get into the details because we don't have time. But NASCAR was essentially saved years ago mm-hmm. because FS1 had been created and NBC Sports Network, the sub-channel, had be- been created, and NASCAR benefited financially from the fact that back then, new cable channels had entered the bidding in a way that was not previously the case. It's, it's always good for the sport when more bidders come to the table And it's always bad for the other bidders when new bidders come to the table.
0: Exactly. And I wonder if this WWE deal is going to mark the beginning of the end of cable. Maybe it's already started down that path. We don't know. We'll just have to see. Dave Glenn, the North Carolina Sports Network, there's some great interviews on that network. If you go to YouTube and their uh, X page slash Twitter page, you can check it out for yourself. Dave's been doing some great interviews with various basketball and other sports personalities. And Dave's always very kind to join us here. David, thank you so much.
1: Good to be with you, Jeff.